Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What did you expect? Welcome, Sonny. Make yourself at home. Marry my daughter. You've got to remember that these are just simple farmers. These are people of the land. The common clay of the New West. You know. Morons. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to episode three of Morons Make Sense, the podcast that brings together the simple minds and common folk to discuss and attempt to make sense of the world. Today, we talk about war. What is it good for? That's Absolutely right. not. <laughs> I am your host, Moron, Sam Munoz. I am here with my fellow morons, Nicholas Villalobos and Irving Nunez. Gentlemen. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Welcome back to Irving. We missed you. We thought you were dead. Yes, close. Moron 3 is back. I've made it out alive once again. Uh, everybody told me that you provided that balance and we were just a bunch of morons. <laughs> <laughs> I got I just like the last episode is like, wow, we didn't know you were a weightlifter. I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, you carried Sam the whole time. Oh, oh but I, was, <laughs> I had that joke saved the entire week, so I had it. Son of and a I, bitch. Re- I actually rehearsed it before you came in. <laughs> it was very well rehearsed. <laughs> I was in the mirror in the bathroom. He did a little fist pump. Did you see yeah. that? Like, yes. yes. <laughs> Success. He's, he was very, yeah, very proud of himself. <laughs> Let's begin like we do every podcast. What are we drinking, gentlemen? Well... I got um, Dos Equis and some tequila on the side. He's so, double fisting it. I actually got, it's called uh, Dobel Diamante, and um, I'm going to give credit to my family and extended family because I saw a, a commercial for this tequila for the first time a couple of days ago, and I'm pretty sure we financed that commercial. <laughs> we buy this tequila way too much, just way too much, buy the box, buy the case. So, Dobel Diamante and some Dos Equis. You? Me? I've got a fabulous Michelob Ultra, and I am uh, <laughs> sipping uh, some whiskey. Yeah, you both are double fisting. I'm just drinking this new Belgium <laughs> triple Belgian style ale. It's, it's why actually. Are, why are you drinking it? <laughs> because I, I asked you for some Boddingtons and you failed me again. And I made a you failed to. me three times it's in a row. Three. It's really strike three for you. But you know what? Uh, when I first had this, I really didn't like it. But today, it actually doesn't taste that bad. Maybe it's just. But you're maturing. In the mood. You're maturing. I wasn't in the mood. Your taste buds are evolving and maturing. I the guess. Boddingtons, uh, they can't even get it in the pubs, dude. Like, uh, no, I found it here. I found recently? it at Quick, the Quick Corner on Glacelle and Levita yeah. has like a beer cave. And he had it in there because I walked. I'm like, oh, I can get it for Sam. I even promised him, like, next time I'll have your Boddingtons. And then I went in there and it's just an empty space of it. So maybe mm-hmm. it's gone now. But yeah, the, the pub is closed and maybe they don't make it anymore. Freaking COVID. Oh that, oh, that fucking sucks. Anyways, <laughs> well, I'm going to sure guys. <laughs> so, um, I, another thing that I did in between episode two and episode three was I spoke to some lawyers, and they told us that we need to, uh, you know, send some apologies to the different groups that we've offended no. over the past two episodes. <laughs> no, I apologize to <laughs> so, no one. <laughs> so uh, since since I'm the uh, the host moron, I have to take the legal the legal action of doing this. We we would like to apologize to the the fats. <laughs> uh, I believe that's how the the group uh, fat people like to be called, right? I mean, you're you're one of the fats. I like girthy. Okay, the girths, like the girths, the girths. Uh, the the Jewish the Jewish folk, uh, the Christians, the Hebrews. Uh, Jesus H Christ. I have to say his full name according to my lawyer and for legal matters H. 
means Herman Jesus, Herman Christ. Uh, episode two, we would like to apologize to anyone who has ever lost a one through suicide. Uh, uh, dead people, we want to make sure we you know, cover the ghosts just in case they do exist. Jews again. Yeah. Uh, Jesus H. Christ again. And uh, Nick's mom. So My mom. She won't sue you. <laughs> Sorry, Nick's mom, for everything Loops. We, we did to you. Anyway, what are we talking about today? What's our so topic? we're talking about war, war, and all. <laughs> what is it good for? This is going to be a, a, a continued joke throughout the, the episode, I guess. Yes, war, uh, and uh, <clears throat> it's it's kind of an appropriate topic since we, uh, you know, U.S. just concluded a, a war, I guess you could say. Although, although I'm pretty sure that most Americans kind of forgot that the Afghanistan war was happening, like you know, the past year or so then they just got reminded like oh know. yeah this is still I think going I for- on i think i forgot about it back in 2011 yeah it it, it goes like, eh. <laughs> okay no big deal that war that war is ending but another one is starting <laughs> what's the next war i don't know there's, there's always another one they're profitable yeah they truly are yeah, yeah. i mean yeah yeah i should know why I don't want to say. <laughs> You've been to war. I would be. You have some battle scars. I would be a terrible soldier. I mean, I just, I just want to say that I would die probably on the first hour that I stepped on the battlefield. <laughs> I don't think I would die. I think I would be removed because I would just start shooting everything. <laughs> it, I would, I would step off an airplane and just start blasting whatever I saw. Children, Just, dogs. What if you're still in the women. U.S. or you're saying no? Like if, if <laughs> no, well, when we arrived at Nashville, <laughs> hey, I like Nashville. It would probably be like somewhere in Texas that I'd start shooting. Oh, we have to apologize to the people of Texas too. We forgot about that. They, they, they're not offended by this. No, by that. we're they're, talking about guns, and they're all for yeah. That. They're just yeah. like, oh, of course they're going to be shooting in Texas. <laughs> no, but no, really, I would, I, I would not have any tolerance or patience, and I would be on the defensive the entire or the offensive, I guess, the entire time. You're not shooting me. I mean, <laughs> that's all there is to it. I get out and start shooting. <laughs> it's barely boot camp, Nick. R- <laughs> rules of war? No, sorry. The Geneva Convention? No, sorry. I don't believe in it. Irving, how would you do in war? You think you'd you think you'd be able to kill somebody? Uh, think, yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> He's already got a list. He's got a hit list. He's been wanting to kill someone since I do. I actually fantasize about some of this stuff. Oh Jesus. It's a pretty terrible thing. <laughs> what? We need to when? we need to start videoing these yeah, things. His, like, his the face. The face. Yeah. The face. <laughs> What do you mean? What do you it's mean very you... difficult to describe the face he just made. He can only be seen. Well, I think Irving has a total of maybe three faces he makes. <laughs> but they're all hilarious. <laughs> no, he's just so animated. <laughs> when, you, when you say you fantasize about killing people, like, regularly? Or? Uh, yeah, I'd say on a daily basis. Yes. <laughs> My goodness. And you have a gun. This is what I'm saying. This is the problem with our current gun control laws. Oh, he got a, a man gun. like this guy got a gun. I went through all the proper channels. I don't know. I, I don't think I, they would have given you a gun if you say you fantasize about killing people outside was, of was war. That, oh, that doesn't, that, they don't ask you that on the test. <laughs> I would have answered honestly if it was on the <laughs> I think I would be totally 100% for every type of war if there were no guns like if you actually had to go out there and strangle somebody with your bare hands yeah go to war I, I, do I, it i would welcome muskets i i really want muskets the, to come back the lack of accuracy yeah lack of accuracy <laughs> the time it takes to reload, <laughs> to reload in fact i would be all for like freedom of guns completely if it was just muskets that you could own I wouldn't say everybody. I'd give everybody a musket. And I'd be like, here, here you go. I have a musket. I think I'm going to go and get you a musket for your birthday or Christmas. <laughs> I think it was Sam Jim. has a gun. <laughs> I think it was Jim Jeffries who said if, like, everybody had a musket, and like, there'd be less, you know, shootings. Because after five minutes, you'd be thinking about it. It's like, oh, you're, you're, you're an okay guy. You're not that bad. Well, not, not Irving, because he's still fantasizing about killing both of us at this point. Yeah, yeah, not either everything. that or you'd have a blade going through you while you're reloading your musket. That's a bayonet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that goes back to Nick's uh, pure war that he wants. Pure yeah. war. If you if you could kill somebody with your hands in the name of God, go for it. <laughs> so no weapons whatsoever, no knives either, or, or swords or any of that sort. No shields, like just naked fighting. I think that's the purest of, of war, right there. Yes. <laughs> Can you but guys that, think of a war that wasn't fought in the name of religion? 
That wasn't fought oh, on the American I, I yeah. Got one. yeah, go ahead. I mean, the Vietnam War Vietnam was War not fought one. over the World War. None that of the was World com- yeah, Wars. That was, that was the Cold War communism, yeah. None of the the Korean War, Afghanistan War, the Iraq War. Pretty much every war in the 20th century has not been fought over Well, religion. no, because no, the... Our, <laughs> okay, the money. All the wars that or we oil. know of, like, in our lifetime have been deeply religious. Like, the... What are the you atta- talking about? The attacks on uh, the, our country, like, in 9-11, 9/11? were from you know, radical jihadists and trying to take down the, you know, the infidel, us. So yeah. that is deeply religious. Yeah, I So guess I call foul on you, sir. From their side, <laughs> the attack itself, you could argue, was... But it was religiously based, but it was also because they believed that we were oppressing them and, and, and other things. Like, the, the U.S. We was weren't an oppressive... We were not oppressing them, we were... <sighs> Basically, living but that's what they believed. Out. I'm not. I'm not saying that was the truth. Oh, yeah. my understanding was it wasn't an oppression. It was we were living outside of the the what is their Bible? I'm sorry, I'm a moron. The Quran. Yeah, we were living outside of the the, the way Islamic law. Yeah, so it wasn't like oppression. It was more like you were the infidels. You infidel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, the can war itself. Jesus, can we change Jesus's middle name to, from H to I to infidel? Jesus infidel. No, because his middle name was Herman. God How damn it. Did, That's was it though? Why does everybody say Jesus H. Christ? It's because it's I think that just Herman. comes when like you stub your toe. You're Jesus H. fucking Christ. That's because his <laughs> his full name was Jesus Herman Christ. He was the only Christ in <laughs> Jerusalem. <laughs> Is Herman though, like it would be like Morty. Jesus Morty Christ. <laughs> Morty. It was a very popular name uh, back in the zeros. Is it really? <laughs> in the zeros. I always thought in it was beginning. aged. Huh? I always thought it was aged. Jesus aged Christ? <laughs> no, Jesus it aged. was not Jesus aged Christ. You're a moron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which, uh, well, damn it. This will be, an, that'll be another episode. No, just go oh, with fuck. it. All right. Uh, so I found out that there is a difference between, uh, there was a difference between idiot, imbecile, and moron. What is it? A, a psychological difference that was, that was actually official definitions in, in psychology 30 years ago. Not anymore. Tell us. But, <clears throat> so an idiot... Was someone who was like zero to fifteen IQ or something like that. It's the lowest of the low. You mentally challenged of some sorts, right? Uh, imbecile is the second highest. I forget what the the uh, you know the range was on that on the IQ test. And then moron was the highest of the oh, stupid. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but still uh, mildly retarded. Did you hear that, mom? Did you hear that, mom? Mildly retarded. <laughs> the teachers were right. <laughs> I feel you. Your son might be mildly retarded. Yeah, so fine. you are correct, yeah. Nick. There is a difference between idiot and moron. At least there was. Not anymore. It's pretty much synonymous in today's culture. But but the back I, in the day, I feel we are. In, <laughs> I feel that we're truly morons. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's called morons. <laughs> <Makes sense. laughs> what a name! What a name. Back back to war. Yes, back to war. 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 Was so. It? And there's a lot of talk about, you know, just wars and things of that sort. And, and uh, for a lot of people, the last just war was World War II, although there's many people who would disagree with that, right? What do you guys think about that in terms of our recent wars, Afghanistan, or Iraq war, and so on? I don't understand the question. <laughs> Were they justified? Oh, no. No, oh, I'm, no, I'm surprised to hear that from you. Yeah, but it takes time, like because and, and I'm going to actually disagree with you. They're not ju- that they are justified. That, that the the attack that the, the the initial attack on Afghanistan was justified. The continued occupation and so on was oh, not justified. I agree with you. I agree with you. <laughs> I would I would say that uh, since I believe that 9/11 was a real attack and not some you know inside job or some bullshit like that, uh, then I believe that the U.S. had a right to retaliate and 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 so they did. And uh, I was at the time on board with it. Uh, the continued uh, conflict I was not on board with, and the attack and you know the war in Iraq I was not on board with. That's- so what, what what would be the purpose of a retaliation? Like when you just retaliate and that's it, game over. Like we're eye for an eye, we're done. Uh, what is the? That's my that's where the problem. That's where my the problem happened. Retaliation. That's how I see a retaliation. Right. Strike hard, wipe them the f out, send them to Jesus H Christ, and <laughs> that's it. And then get out as soon as you can. 
but the the George W. Bush doctrine was um, democracy building, which you know, right, which is, has really been the story of, for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that's yeah. what occupation. That's been, occupation. And, uh, been the U.S. story for a yeah. lot of other countries. <clears throat> I just like you know, it's been twenty years of us building roads, building schools, building hospitals, and like, when do we get to you know invade Detroit? Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, he, he we, means in the in the purpose of the amount of money that's going to these countries. We're like, rebuilding and building a democracy yeah, not somewhere that we else. Should strike on Detroit. <laughs> I see. I yeah, see. We should invade Detroit and start rebuilding the roads and stuff, or even LA. Like, I drove through LA a couple of weeks ago and got damn near needed new tires because of all the potholes. It's like, but you know, there's a brand new beautiful road coming out of Kabul. Like, really? <laughs> they don't even have cars. <laughs> I don't know if that much was even rebuilt over there in Afghanistan. No, I've talked to military people. Up, I mean, there's, they, they tell me there's beautiful parts of Afghanistan, but what all we see on, yeah, that's all we see on the news is the shitty, the, the horribleness. The help. Yeah, yeah, the part that needs help. But there's this beautiful countryside. There's beautiful rivers, mountains, and... We just don't get to see it. So I do agree with you that uh, we probably need more attention here at home and rebuilding our infrastructure and so on instead of going to spending our money on war and things of that sort. Uh, so, I mean, I, I'm for the most part like anti-war, but I, I don't. I don't really subscribe to maybe like some far left people who would be like war is never a good thing. Type thing. So I do think there's exceptions uh, where war is necessary, fighting is necessary, you know, violence is necessary. I mean, there was no way that Hitler was going to go down peacefully. <laughs> like, that war, in my opinion, was necessary. He almost got the job done. A couple weeks. He did. He almost did. That's he almost did. And the reason he almost got the job done was because uh, they let him. They let him. They let him go into, uh, you know, Czechoslovakia and, and take over take over that. They they let him go into Austria, take over that. Why do you think that? the Germans get so angry? Poland. Why do you think Germans get so angry? Like, <laughs> you get they a were angry. angry. They're such a nice people now. Are they? Because, you know, like, you let, you, let, you let Germans back into the on the world stage and things get crazy worldwide every couple of years. You know, some guy gets angry in a pub and that's the next thing you know, we're at war. I don't that, know. I just that was only the beginning. That was only the first forty years of the twentieth century. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The Germans have, have been a wonderful people. <laughs> well, we, so we're gonna have to apologize to the Germans. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Germans. Is, I, is Angela, Angela Merkel still the chancellor? I have no. I think so. Hmm. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> she never smiles. She's angry. No, she's a wonderful woman. How do you know? <laughs> a wonderful <laughs> woman. Just. <laughs> She's when, ready to go. When I to look war. at her, I just, I just think, you know, great aunt. That's what I think is. I just, I want her to tell me stories. A great aunt in German, and they're all gonna sound angry, but I'm sure they would be nice and beautiful. <laughs> all the, all those, uh, all the. Like, oh, that's, that's, that's pretty much that is, like once upon a time. What did, what was it? <laughs> and then they died. <laughs> All those, all the children, nursery rhymes, and and then there is death. <laughs> Do we consider people that have served, even if they didn't go to war? So, I think people that serve our country and go to like actual battle, they're heroes. But I think like people that just joined the, you know, during peacetime, and they're like, well, I'm, you know, my son's a hero. Your son guarded Honolulu. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think anybody who volunteers for the army is is more courageous than me. Like I said, I'm a coward. <laughs> I would never volunteer for the army. If there was a draft, I would make my way to Mexico right away. I know where you can stay. <laughs> or Canada. No, no, no. I would go to war to stay out of Canada. What? The Canadians are wonderful no. people. No. <laughs> No, no. Everybody's so wonderful. They're a boot. <laughs> I can't wait to hear their accent. It's just, it's just so pleasant. Some of the most pleasant people I've ever known. In Canada, yeah. There was a story on the news. This this lady, she her has she was her and her husband were in the military. They were stationed in Arkansas. He got restationed in um, Alaska, and she thought, okay, good idea, road trip. Like my husband's there, me and the kids will pack up the car and take off. And so she packed up the car while well, she hit um, Canada and like um, Nova, like going through yeah. during the winter and she got stranded. You want to know how nice the Canadians are? They heard about her story like on their local news and this family drove out to meet her at her hotel and drove her the rest of the way to, 
to Alaska. Oh, man. See? They're wonderful people. You want to be around that kind of niceness? Yes. Oh, yes. God, I want to be taken you know to Alaska. <laughs> Do you know me? That would send me went- to war. That would send me to war. <laughs> Having to say thank you, please, and thank you that much, I'd go to war. I'd I mean, kill somebody. You don't have to be that. I think it's just the, once you get into Canada, it's like this aura of kindness just shoots over you and you just start to like want to be kind i think i think that's what happens which is is, it's the opposite when you get to mexico in mexico you just want to drink more (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) it's not true it's not true i personally love mexico i I love mexico as well but it's it's fucking party time when i go to mexico it is it is party time when you go to mexico but i think when you go to canada there's no such thing as party time. Yeah, there is. No, it's just, just it's just a nice, you know, you, you got I think that you got the I nice decorations. Canada, <laughs> I think Canada's you know, like our all addict. white people. I think Canada's <laughs> like America's addict. We forget what's up there. There's some cool shit, but we really just don't go up there. It's why. There's nothing up there that we need. When I was gonna ask you guys is I was seven, was I eight seventeen or were we eight seventeen or eighteen when the those planes flew into the Twin Towers. 17. 17, 18, so... 2001, I remember, 17. No, I remember I wanted... I just turned 17. I think I had just turned... On wonderful day. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. My birthday. <laughs> that'll live down. Hey, happy birthday in next week. Uh, yeah, next week, yeah, yes. yeah. A 20-year anniversary. 20-year anniversary of the worst of day 9/11. in history. It'll be my 37th year anniversary 37th of 37th anniversary of the worst event that ever happened to America. <laughs> Sam's birthday. 9-11. 911. I was going to ask you because I like when I remember like, the patriotism and like the feeling I felt like when I saw the, that attack, like I wanted to go to the military. But I was, you know, like when I said, oh, you know, I'm out of here, I'm going to leave high school, I'm going to go join the military. I was threatened by both my parents. They said, we'll shoot you. I'll shoot you in the foot, I'll shoot you in the leg. Sort of thing. So, really? Yeah. I Is that a true go. story? No, it's one hundred percent true. You I really want to go. join my, the, my, the army? Yeah, my brother. My brother even when I told him, he's like, "No, nah, I'll shoot you." He they told me because I was just like, I, I don't think they had anything to fear. You wouldn't have passed the physical. <laughs> I was in great shape back then. What are you no, talking about? No, you weren't. What about your You've never been in great shape. shape. Yes, I was. When have you? When has Nick ever been in great shape? I don't remember a single moment <laughs> in time, not a second of you in great shape. How dare you? I would have passed that physical. I, I, I would agree that the term great shape is <laughs> valid. <laughs> Wait, is is great. valid or not valid? Well, your, was your he in point, great shape? No, your point is valid that oh, great that he shape. was not, not in great shape. Oh. I thought I was in great shape. You were of shape. I was in shape. I was, <laughs> you were a shape. You were a shape. <laughs> you were in some shape. You were not in great shape. I would have passed that. You would have been would've... the guy from Full Metal Jacket, you know, <laughs> the, the guy who gets yelled at and it ends up killing himself in the end because he just can't take anymore. <laughs> no, I don't think I would ever kill myself. <laughs> really? Not for war. I thought we talked about that in death that you were in our death well, episode no, I said in that war. you and I mean No, I'm talking about before the war when you're in boot camp and you have your drill instructor constantly telling you that me. you're not running fast <laughs> enough, you can't do a pull up, you know, you're, you you got to put your pants down and <laughs> You haven't seen Full Metal Jacket, Nick? For fuck's sake. I've seen it's a fucking metal. classic. I've seen Full Metal Jacket. I well, just then don't you think that would, I don't think that would be me. Okay. All I just right don't. Then. I just say. But anyway. All right. I'm sorry. Going, going, Did you guys go, <laughs> feel, going back? Yeah. yeah I, you I didn't was, feel I patriotic. Ask, no, I didn't. And like, I'll tell you, like, back in high school, I was not. At, I hated everything to do with authority. Uh, you still have that problem. <laughs> I do still have that problem. A little bit more respectful uh, of things, and also because he has authority now, and because I have authority, this is true. He has a blue vest. Um, it's gray. <laughs> Gives him a lot of power. <laughs> that vest, um, which is one of the reasons why I fantasize about killing people is that vest. <laughs> anyway, I did not like. No, I I remember going into our economics class. I don't I, I don't know if you remember this. I and do. Our, and our a teacher going off on this rant. He was holding up the Constitution yes. and just very passionately saying, this was attacked, this was attacked. And the whole time in my head... Who was head, it? Uh, we're not going to say names, right? We, we're, we're not going to... We can discuss that we'll afterwards. We'll just say our teacher, economics teacher. Come on, you don't remember his name? Anyway, I felt very uninspired by his little rant and declaration of the Constitution being attacked. And my head is like, uh, we're occupying these countries... There's so many bad things that we do to these countries. It was a a matter of time before somebody struck. 
And so I no no no, no. It, it it doesn't whatever we may and I don't know if we were doing much to Afghanistan at the time, but so what um, happened is we actually abandoned. We walked away. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at fifty to eighty percent less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We walked away from supporting, um, defending Afghanistan against Russia. Like the whole Cold War idea was for the U.S. to occupy, to put up walls against Russia. And Russia was using Afghanistan and Pakistan as a way to, to I guess infiltrate and spread that the communism so when in the 80s we got out and we left in the 90s we got out and left and that left what's happening now is a power vacuum and the power vacuum was the the ultra conservative jihadist the the taliban so we were not we were there in a presence for good but then we left because we're like this costs too much money so we left. And so we actually, we created our we own We really 9/11. in a presence for good or did we just really want the oil? Well, I mean, okay. there's oil there was in a our, self-interest. Come in on. Afghanistan, we were probably there <laughs> we, for the opium, really, <laughs> if you ask me. But I don't think they're, the they're not that, rich in oil in Afghanistan. Yeah, they, they have oil in Afghanistan, yeah. No, I mean, the, the primary industry in Afghanistan, I don't even know. I can tell you right now in Pakistan, right next door, it's manufacturing. But mostly, like, if you're talking about oil, you're talking about Saudi Arabia, Iraq, and those places. So I mean, there's always there's always a self-interest in terms of, you know, the U.S. being in other countries and so on. Which, which honestly, everybody likes to, you know, talk shit on it. And I'm going to be, I think I'm going to surprise you here and say that, there, of course, there should be a self-interest. U.S. is a country, and they should be looking out for their own people and so on, and trying to make sure that their people are good and so on. But, however, however, having said that, usually that self-interest ends up causing so much problems and so much evil that it's better just to back off and just let it be. Going back to what you said, Irving, I, 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 I still don't think it justifies them killing killing us, right? I don't... I would agree with that now. Like, I'm saying... Uh, at that time, that's how I felt. That's how I felt about things, right? Obviously, we grow up, we change, our values change, our morals change and stuff like that. So um, 
I don't know if Nick would react the same way right now if he saw the same events take place. You know, like that's no. that's kind of what I was. The nine eleven events? No, if it happened again, then you're not taking me. I'm not going to war for nobody. Yeah, see, <laughs> like, like, if you draft somebody, that's nice, the thing. Gonna be well, see, problems. I was I was a coward back then. I'm still. A coward. <laughs> so that's the thing. Like you at that, at that time, right? We said I'm we not were, going to fucking war. At that time, we said we were 17, right? Like I I would agree. I was not informed. I did not know. You know, I was listening to bands that shaped my mind right every whatever they said i thought was cool fuck you i won't do what you tell me <laughs> right so um that's what was happening then so that's what i i'm kind of surprised also that he wanted to join the military because uh, you don't seem like somebody that would want to like now like now you don't look like somebody that would want to go to war for anybody no not um, now but back then it that's was why that's why i'm surprised and i patriotic think patriotic feeling I felt. mine is the opposite now like mine if something like that happened or like if uh, somebody was under attack i would feel like i want to go defend them now yeah and so mine is completely switched yeah <laughs> we're on the polar opposites and the I, just, thing- I live too selfish of a life to want to go die for that now well i guess the selfish part for me would be the adventure you know to leave <laughs> <laughs> bye honey i'm going to war yeah. <laughs> what do you mean you're going to war yeah afghanistan needs me i'm out <laughs> oh god no kids finally <laughs> But then I would be like the best friend to the cute little Afghan kid, you know, even though I left my own kids at home. Like, oh, man, I'm such a shit. Yeah, I, wouldn't be the, I wouldn't be the best friend because I would think this kid's going to blow me up, so I would just shoot it on sight. Uh, oh, my God. I would. Now, I would, if, they put, if they drafted me at 38 years old and they put me in a war zone, I would think that kid's going to blow me up. reaction I would just, is always priceless. <laughs> oh, my God. Nick just said the most awful thing in the entire world. Did he really just say I that? mean, you just said you would kill a child. I, mean, I would shoot. I wouldn't awful. know. What if <laughs> they were running up to me and, like, ticking? You, like, what I, is I that noise? I'm going to ask what that noise is? No, I'm going to shoot him. Oh. How do I? <laughs> how am I going to edit around this? You, you can't. Not. There's no There's no transition. I made <laughs> sure of that. Yeah, you've, I mean, you know. I think now, like, that's, that is, like, a crazy thing that uh, soldiers do have to go after because there's um there's no more rules there's no more rules of engagement and like there's no like okay this is a designated war area they're fighting within the city um they are using kids they're recruiting kids go going into mexico like whatever and we were just joking about oh let's talk about the war on drugs whatever they kidnap kids in mexico and africa whatever and they train them to be killers um and they're and they're babies right so yeah it is for a soldier, a police officer, you know, a federal agent, it is a question that will come up. Like, what do you do? What would you do? And it's crazy. It's just crazy. Like the, the And like that's what before. Before I would think like, okay, whatever, all these people in place of authority are soldiers, you know, jarheads. Like they, they don't have a conscience, blah, blah, blah. But it's to- – yeah. But I'm saying like when I was younger, that's the way I felt. And now it's like, god damn, these – it's a. Uh, it's necessary to have an army, right? It's necessary to have police officers and just the mindfuck of how their job has to be, and that has completely changed my mind as as far as like the how difficult it really is. And the problem, the problem that I see is obviously the leadership. I mean, everybody right now is going after uh, Biden for what's happened, but this war was started by Bush, like whatever. It's really a stain on four administrations yeah they're all yeah. equally call you know they're, they're all equally at fault here because you know bush started it obama kept it going uh and trump kept it going and, and then trump negotiated with the taliban to have this plan in, in place to that's going on right now and then and biden kept it going and so on so it's, it's I really think we have to give president trump a lot of credit for actually saying when he campaigned we're getting out of afghanistan and yeah, but he, he why did you why do you negotiate? It. How come Obama didn't with do it? The Taliban, the See, same the group ta- that well, you it, went it, in there to try to. But you it's know. different now. So the Taliban has actually become a government. Different. They, no, it, <laughs> it's it's different. In twenty years ago, they were a group. Now they are a, like a. They are now a powerful institution. They are a form of government. So now they now the Taliban. You have they to think st- of the Taliban now as kind of like. Uh, they're like there's going to be a president of the Taliban. There's going to somebody's running just because that they're more organized doesn't mean that they're still not the same oppressive so the, regime. I mean, it's no, like, it's 100 percent true. Yeah, but if you're going to say like, please, if uh, President Biden is going to go say like we need to support 
to get these people out of Afghanistan. Can you help us secure? All right. What, they what, went what to, was the negotiation? Like, what was the agreement? To lend support, to say, look, we're leaving. You want us gone. We want to leave. Help us do this. And they had to go to this governing body, the Taliban. Right. Where the, where the splinter and all the problems that, that this was happening, it didn't come from them. It came from the, the ISIS um, splinters of Taliban, ISIS-K, ISIS, whatever they call them. So now we have that radical faction out there saying, you know, they're now saying, fuck the government, the government being the Taliban. We're going to kill these people. But wasn't there already a government in place by the United States government? Uh, Why didn't Trump negotiate something to keep that same government in place? So what was keeping that government in place was American troops. So some people say, oh, we were there and we accomplished nothing. No, the way I see it is we've had now 20 years, so a whole generation of kids, young adults that have been grown up under a form of democracy. So there was a seed planted. So this wasn't a complete waste being there for 20 years. But now there's a vacuum. There's no support. There's no military. There's no police. There's the America. We propped up that Afghani government. And now that government's gone. There, there doesn't exist anymore. So the vacuum yeah, is yeah. filled is now the organization, the highly organized, well-funded Taliban who runs as a government. Where now we can, the, the State Department, um, Obama's and Trump and Biden are now for these last, what, 12 years saying, okay, these are the people we're talking to, really. These are the people that we need help from to get out of their country. And then whatever happens, you guys are on your own. So we needed, they're the ones to talk to. It's not, I'm not saying it's perfect, but it is what is happening. So the minute, you know, and well, actually it was President Obama too, who said like, we need to get out of here, but there was real no way to do it. So he spent eight years setting something up. Then Trump said the same thing. Trump picked up where he left off. And now Biden, I mean, I don't blame the guy. Like, you can't, nothing can be perfect. Like, I really just give him a break. Like, you know, he was handed this, give him a break. But he was, so was Trump. He was handed You it, have truly changed since the last time I have spoken to you. <laughs> Why? Uh, I have never, uh, it's been, it, it's just, I don't know, you've truly changed. You've Why? Truly changed. You were never so, uh, I've never heard you say, like, give ex-Democrat a break. Well, I've never heard you say give ex-Republican a break. That's not true. That's not true on my part, then. I'm not going to argue. I mean, you just, like, again, you're, I've already, I've described that in my head, if you are partial to liberalism, you are a follower. You just, I've explained that theory to you. You guys follow, you like, you like leaders and you like to form in packs. So you'll never see outside that. I'm not going to go into it with you. But if you want the more independent, (laughs) you want the more independent thinkers, you're going to not be in a, Democratic, you're you're sheep. What? So, yes, you are. You're <laughs> sheep. I'm some sorry. Bullshit. Yeah. That is some goddamn bullshit, and you know it. Hello, listeners. This is your host, moron Sam Munoz, interrupting this podcast for an important public service announcement. War and politics can be a very sensitive topic that can lead even the friendliest of companions to forget all rules of decency and forms of communication. What ensues from here are two morons deep in the heart of battle, with their inner passions fully engaged, like two alpha lions fighting for supremacy of their pride. In order to make this segment bearable to you, my fellow listeners, it has been heavily edited and interspersed with calming Parisian lounge music to help lighten the mood. Let's return now to our regularly scheduled podcast. Uh Come on, Nick. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Yes, Whatever. Uh-huh. No, but yes, it's bullshit. First of all, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. There are followers on both sides of the spectrum, whether you're Republican or Democrat, and there are independent thinkers on both sides of the spectrum and all over the place. So that that whole idea that you're saying that the followers are just on the Democratic side, that's complete and utter bullshit. Utter bullshit. <laughs> already explained that like if you look back even through history like the french revolution all liberal people all following people off with her head you just go through history and all the large groups the all the protesting all the the these these protests where large people show up they don't know why they're there and they're not republican What are you talking they about? They don't know why they're there. That is dumb. That is dumb, Nick. And you're not okay. even under. You're not even trying to understand so, what's going on I, there. I, I, 
I don't want to have this argument. We've <laughs> argued about this for 10 years. <laughs> you live in a fog. You live in a fog. I live in a fog. Irving, please. Yeah, I have nothing to say. Yeah, I have no opinion on this. <laughs> I don't know how you can make this argument that supposedly on the left, they're, on, they're all the followers and so on. I, I agree. There are certain people on the left who are just like that, as you describe them. But you can't give me this bullshit that it's only the left. The right is just as... It's, it's a human trait, honestly. There's a human trait that most people are going to be followers and there's a minority of people who are going to be leaders and individuals. Okay, no, I agree with you. And i just like to point out that it is my opinion and I listened to your opinion and I never once said it was bullshit. Okay. No, I use the word bullshit, and maybe I should apologize for using the word bullshit, but I'll explain why I use the word bullshit. Because you made the comment saying that only the liberal side are the followers and the crowd mentality and all that crap. And I retracted and the majority. <laughs> so bothered. Yeah, he gets bothered. I mean, it was just true. No, because I get bothered because him. it's just it's just fucking wrong. Psychological theory, and it's a theory that I didn't come up with. I've read it a few times, and it's just if you look through history, the mob mentality is usually on the left side of the spectrum. Look at Portland. Look at look at when they burning Portland. And what was the mob that uh, you know? That went and, and uh, invaded the capital. Yeah, okay, I, I, weren't they on the right? The majority of them were on the right, but if you look exactly. at the, no, but if you look at the amount of the instances, when I say the majority, it's usually not. And the, those people, that, and I was completely, I turned, I was disgusted when I saw that the rioting on our capital, our nation's capital. What what were you planning on doing that day, people? But I'm just saying, you look at all those mass gatherings, the destruction, the stuff like that, the L.A. riots. What I mean, just it's not people on the right. It's not. And I'm saying it is a mentality, a mob mentality of following. That's why the Democratic Party is so strong. They never go against each other. They never break ranks. They never do. Like, they don't care who or what you've done wrong. We're, gonna, we're a family and we're going to stay together. That's also not true, Nick. There, there, there are different levels on the left. I mean, there's Bernie Sanders, then there's Joe Biden. Those two people could not be any different in terms of their ideas. And but when what it they... comes down to voting and their votes, they do not break ranks. Yes, they do. How many? You, you, okay. you remember how many people? How many Sanders followers during the 2016 election decided not to vote for Hillary Clinton just because? It didn't abide by their idea of what the left should be. That same that shit still happened in, in probably in this in this last election. Maybe not to the same extent because of Trump was <clears throat> more hated than than the idea of voting for Biden. People who are you know what you would call my fellow liberals and whatnot who i consider left of me they think i'm too fucking conservative <laughs> that they think i'm too like in the middle or that sometimes i'm too sympathetic towards you know the republican or the, the republican thoughts or the right but somehow you think that i'm too fucking left so there is a, there is there is there is a spectrum also on the left and i use that in quotes because i also hate the idea of right and left in this whole spectrum it bullshit me too and because really everybody's kind of all over the place it's more like a web i don't know if you're going to keep this in the show but if we can get back to war it'd probably be a better idea you uh, went off on a huge that's tangent. That's the show, guys. That's Thank the you show. very much. Let's, just say, well, let's talk about the war on poverty. Let's talk about the war on drugs. The war on the homeless. Because they've declared those in the United States a war. And they've, 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 they've mobilized, when you declare war, the financial side of it, too, to combat these things. And war. <laughs> war on drugs. 
Has been, war on drugs. Done anything to combat the war on drugs that, since 1980? That was a, that was it's been that's been a dumb war as well. Just I'm I'm on the camp of legalizing all drugs. Yeah, you want to use it, use it, and tax the fuck out of it. Yes. Man. Well, that's what's happening now with the cannabis stuff, and and it's been great. Yes. Yeah, you guys keep getting high, and you know the the state keeps getting money. It's good. I like it. There's no problem. Okay. What about the the war on the homeless? The war on the homeless. There, I didn't know there was a war on the homeless. Uh, There's a <clears> war on to, to house or cure. the. I think we should turn it back over to the Catholic Church. No. Homelessness, yes. <laughs> here's, here's what we should do. We should allow them to build missions again and convert all the homeless people to Catholicism. Okay? <laughs> right? If you live, at the very end of it, you get a casino. <laughs> <laughs> no uh he's dead <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just saying let them start building we'll do, we'll do new missions like think about how much better the catholic I think church. you're thinking of native americans they, well, they get the casinos the, yes, not the catholics well, no, that's what i'm saying let's let the catholics start doing their thing again start building missions converting the homeless over into to, to, to catholics and like at the very end of this thing if they're alive and they're well they get casinos the homeless <laughs> That's the dumbest. No, that's what we did with the uh, Native Americans. Is what he's trying to get at. It uh, worked once, <laughs> and, it, and it ended up good for Geronimo. <laughs> I mean, he's got a casino. I don't understand the problem here. I don't understand. I mean, just turn it back over to the church. I like just it just it, because I'm a fan of casinos, <laughs> and if this means there's going to be more casinos like off the twenty two. Yeah, you know, because well, you'd a, have to wait a while. It takes generations, you know. But, you know, they'll be there. And just think about the awesome missions that the, you know, the Catholic Church sells a couple of those Michelangelo's and Da Vinci paintings. That's one hell of a casino. Or one, I'm sorry, one hell of a mission they can put up now. No, that was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Or blankets. I've given you the blankets one on the homeless too, right? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Have you heard that, that one? I've given you that my idea yes. on the blankets, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I pass, pass out blankets with smallpox? <laughs> I don't think smallpox exists anymore. So oh, it's out there. We, is it really? We weaponized it. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, really? Oh, it's still there. Mm. Yeah. Is that one of the conspiracy theories? That's on the next show. <laughs> That's the next show. Conspiracy <laughs> theories. <laughs> Oh, we really and fucked again, up this topic. I have to say, it went pretty yeah. awry. So I'm trying to give you some more. Yeah, inform- I, I'm trying to give you some more material to paste. I don't know it. what Irving's job was supposed to keep us, you know, uh, focused, and he totally fucked up his job. And we went into our our our. I decided to can this show 30 seconds into it. <laughs> <laughs> we just I got did. another idea on the war on poverty. Like, why don't we just have a big bake sale? <laughs> Like, the Girl Scouts should fucking what are take they it doing? up. Yes. What, are the, what is that army? What is that army really doing? The Girl Scouts the and Girl the Boy Scouts. Scouts they, they, they should They're be... contributing to the ob- obesity problem in this country. <laughs> Which is another war. The, the war on the obesity. obesity. Oh, no, that's over. That's a war that I support, actually. A war <laughs> on obesity? Yes, a war on obesity. Because we're driving up your health care costs. <laughs> and taking up space more than anything. <laughs> the funniest thing you said all week <laughs> that's hilarious you're just taking up space <laughs> i'm in an elevator with one person yes yes we had to fucking make the seats bigger for you fucks and we, we had just apologize to the fats and now oh, here we go again i apologize to the fats again <laughs> you better make your list a little bit bigger yeah anyways <laughs> i think we really fucked up this episode yeah uh this is why we don't do serious the serious topics maybe we should do a, maybe we should do an obscure quote nick you do an obscure, obscure quote, quote? Are yeah. you, do you have enough material to i have no idea what i'm gonna do with this episode yeah i'm just gonna listen to it back and figure out what to do i don't know we might have to scrap it we yeah. might this might be our first episode we have, we have to, to scrap, scrap. Because it it just got well, so can, serious. Yeah, I think, <laughs> just, it just, I think we could pick back up on but, more because it was going well. It was going well until I don't know what got us sidetracked. Well, I don't even we have remember to play that back. Yeah, I don't even remember what what it was. You yeah. just started talking about how liberals are followers, and then you you hit you hit a, a little string <laughs> in my heart. A little string. <laughs> yeah, because I consider myself. Quite the independent thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're not. <laughs> really? You're mm. not. 
Mm, why do you you are but you're I, not like where you, you said consider that you sold you told me in the last episode that you respected I me i do i 100 percent how do you respect uh, someone who's nothing but a follower and and because doesn't think who, for himself you because don't think it's I, who you are it's, it's fucking that's what i'm saying whatever i really think you can edit a lot of this last 20 minutes out you can pick up on my <laughs> Catholics taking over the war on the homeless. <laughs> that wasn't. That was only good for a little bit, and then. Well, no, then you can edit this back out. I'm just saying this can be saved. Yeah, it could. It might be a shorter episode than yeah, the yeah. others, but uh, there was some good stuff in there. Definitely I, not your little bickering and. Uh, yeah, that was bitchy. Yeah. Do we consider You're talking about when you started bitching because you started bitching? Well, first. you you turn it into the bitchiness. <laughs> Let's get to the obscure quotes. <laughs> let's just let's just end this now. Did you deliberately try not to overreact? <laughs> let's just end this now. Give us some give us Hand some me obscure the book. quotes. Let's You're gonna scrap this episode anyway. Give me this. Give me that. Give me that. <laughs> this, we should have read these the last time on our last one. Okay, it says I know a man who gave up smoking, drinking, sex, and rich food. He was re- healthy right up to the time that he killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I, I like that. Part. That's Johnny Carson. Oh, nice. I like that one. Yeah. I like that one. So, all right. Turn off our mics. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait. We'll re-gear. We'll do one more episode. Okay. So, I, I think, I think morons, we, we, we made some sense today. Uh, let's, 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 let's say goodbye and uh, move on with the nonsense. <laughs> Cheers. Good night, everybody. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.